and welcome to the Enchantress Society with Tia Johnson, a place where you get to be you, where you get to unlock your magic in a sacred and judgment-free zone. The Enchantress Society is your witchy sisterhood of enchanting women who guides and supports you along your spiritual journey from the mundane to the magical. I invite you to sit for a spell as I interview guests and spill the spiritual tea on how we can create the magical life we deserve. Hello, Enchantress. And just like that, we're at the final episode of this series and also kicking off my birthday month. Ah, and the crowd goes wild. <laughs> now, hear me out. Hear me out. I know I said birthday month. Us Virgos, we, I don't know what it is. Soon as it gets close to our season, we are just different. <laughs> Okay, so I know the entire month of August is not Tia month or Virgo month, but there's a little story behind that. All right, so quick story time. A few years ago, well, several years ago now, uh, because, you know, the time warp (laughs) that happened in 2020, uh, my best friend and I, we would travel for our birthdays. And there was, there's a story behind that too. Long story short with that, we got tired of catering to other people on our birthdays. We just got tired of dealing with people on our day, especially. And so we decided to start traveling. So we did. Her birthday is just a few days after mine. So we combined the birthdays and we would travel, leave the country. Meanwhile, some people wanted to celebrate my birthday with me. So what I did was I would tell them the days, the weekends I had free, and it just started going back and back and back and back to the beginning of the month. So people would treat me to lunch, buy me uh, a Starbucks coffee, and the list goes on dinner and so forth because I wasn't here for my actual birthday. So that's how that got started. Also, I just love the month of August. I love Leo season. There's a lot of Leo in my chart. I love it. I love it. All right. Now, to the actual episode. (laughs) All right. If this is your first time, just doing the brief introduction. If this is the first time you are listening to this series, someone sent this to you, you saw it somewhere. This series is all about answering the questions that have been on people's minds when they went to my website and so forth. So this is the data that was pulled from my project manager. And then I posted a poll on my Instagram stories, giving people two options of what the next series should be on the podcast. And Summer Sex Goddess one. All right, so here's why we are here. If we aren't connected on Instagram, let's do it. I'm at cosmic underscore witch underscore goddess, and the podcast Instagram is enchantress underscore society underscore podcast. 
All right, we got all that out the way. Which sex goddess are you? Now, you can change this with each season. So in the summertime, you may want to focus on being more of a, a sea goddess, spending most of your time by the sea, by the ocean, by the, the waves and uh, the birds that are on the beach, all that. Wintertime, okay, you may be the goddess of the, the home, all right? The, I always trip up when I say this, the hearth, the hearth, the H-E-A-R, was it T-H? I believe is how you pronounce, uh, spell it. Uh, you know, goddess of the home and warmth and reflecting and protection and all that jazz. And springtime, goddess of newness, beginnings, and so forth. So you can change it per the season and still have that sex magic there, okay, that combination. So here are some ways to help you determine your your vibe, okay, which sex goddess are you, <laughs> You can look at it from the perspective of the elements. As you know, I am huge when it comes to dealing with the elements. I just love dealing with the elements. I love understanding them, working with them. So if you want to say work with the fire element, you know, that is associated with the sun, Sundays may be your preferred day to do work. All right. Just that added bonus. You may want to plan brunches throughout the summer season or the remainder of summer. You may want to invest in some sundresses, be creative, be sexy. Okay. Take some dancing classes, really get into the fire, understand how that shows up in your life and where you can go to ignite that thing from within, okay? And that goes back to your passions. That goes back to learning about your lower chakras. Water, the beach life, traveling to beaches, going to the pool, connecting with uh, animals associated with the ocean. Maybe you go swimming with the dolphins, okay? Something like that. Something that will get you connected with the element of water. I don't care if you go to a mall and sit by the fountain, okay? You just listen to the water and imagine yourself on a beach. I don't care how you do it. Just get involved with water, okay? Next is air. Maybe you will go on a retreat somewhere. Maybe you'll go to Sedona. Uh, Maybe you will... Go outside and take deep breaths. Go for longer walks. Ride your bike slower to really connect with that energy of air. And next is earth. You'll have a picnic. You're going on a hike. Because remember, sex magic isn't always about sex. It's pleasure, receiving, exploring. Okay? So maybe you'll have a picnic outside. You're connecting with the earth, that earth goddess element, and you'll kiss your partner, okay, outside. It's, it's, a, it's just tapping into it just a little bit. Or you hug each other, you know, feeling touch, okay? 
You have the windows open in your home. So you let that air in while you're performing sex magic. So now you are that, that air goddess, the wind, tornadoes, hurricanes, like just all that. All right. Swirling about. And you see how you can combine it. And I'm just reiterating that sex magic isn't always the act of sex because that's the automatic thought. And of course, why not, right? Sex is there. So why would not, why wouldn't that not be about sex? But it's much more than that. Okay. So those are the elements. Explore that. Just like, uh, for example, the goddess Freya, she's associated with all of the elements. Some are associated with just two or one element, okay? So get the feeling of which element you want to invite in your home and you utilize those colors more, okay? Get that vibe in motion, okay? And, and be in a continual state of being surrounded by that. Next is to really hone down on the whether or not you want to be that cosmic, plant, love goddess, and so forth. This isn't something that you have to hardcore set in stone stick by. It's more along the lines of understanding the themes that are showing up in your life. So if you are drawn to working with the planets, consider looking and doing more research into cosmic uh, magic, cosmic elements. And as I mentioned in previous episodes, you would perform sex magic on different days of the week because each day has its own energy, planet association, deity association, and so forth. So you can capitalize on the days of the week and work with the planets. Okay. Next is plant. So if you're a goddess that you, you got that green thumb, all the plants are your besties. It's that vibe. You can incorporate different, uh, also spices and herbs and use the aphrodisiacs, okay? Use uh, beautiful, vibrant color plants to add to the aesthetics of your home, to get you into that feeling of serenity, pleasure, just Okay, so you know when you go into a restaurant and the colors are just perfect and they have flowers arranged so beautifully, right? Or when you're at a wedding and you're just in awe of the arrangement, the color codes, the color, color blocks, the way it's set up, it just puts you in a mood. So that's what you would do. I don't care if you have the plants somewhere by your bed, you know, or in your living room, and you are adding to that. When you're dancing, listening to your sensual music, maybe you go over and talk to your plant, your flower, touch the leaves, you know, all that. All right. Love goddess. This would be you focusing so much more on pleasure, different forms of love, Self-love, radical love, understanding that, doing the things that you love, reading, writing, the arts, going to an uh, orchestra, going to a ballet, 
Okay, just really dive into beauty. Even if it's something you don't like to do, but you appreciate the art, that art form, go and observe that. Okay, so those are just a few of the examples. Now, you can also take a quiz, which leads us to the archetype. So take these quizzes. I don't want to say with the grain of salt, but take it as entertainment. Okay, see how it applies because sometimes the descriptions apply mostly. Okay, and some things you, you read and, and you think, mm, kind of, not really, that's okay. All right, because remember, these quizzes are to uh, gather at best what a collective will or would most likely identify with. So it's not 100% catered to a person. Some quizzes are more in-depth where you do get that um, that strong definition. And the quiz that I found that what that involved a lot of questions was about something else. So it wasn't about sex goddess. So in this case, and I, I have the link in the description for this episode. Take it as entertainment. See where it resonates with you. At the end, you'll see other archetypes. It's not every single archetype. There are plenty. Okay. And of course, there are combinations. All right. See what works for you after you take the quiz. And then look at the names of the other archetypes. And I'll say a few. And then just Google them. Look it up. See if that may apply. Because sometimes when you take quizzes, you would have um, a result that is one is the main result and then the other one is, is a close second. So you count that one as well. All right. For example, I took the quiz and it came up as Serpentine. And it states here, in tune with the divine feminine, central and sacred. Your beauty is otherworldly and you bring a unique powerful experience okay and it goes on and talk about uh i I am or it says you may be uh an ancient soul central healer priestess or all-around wholesome multifaceted person that rings true and it states here you may be gifted in many central arts from massage aphrodisiacs to aromatherapy i give great massages uh i don't use aphrodisiacs as much but I'm all about aromatherapy. I talk about my oils all the time, right? So your spirituality, sensuality does not mean you hate expansion. In fact, you adore opulence. This is true. Extravagance and pleasure. I love luxury. I love opulence. You manage the delicate balance of spirituality and sensuality and often adorned in the best perfume, makeup, and beauty products. This is true. All true, true, true. You incredibly luxurious, beautiful, and immaculate, exotic, you know you are worth it, right? So that range true. That resonates with me. Some of the other archetypes here, uh, they have the bombshell, the honey muse, the dominatrix, the femme fatale, socialite, okay? And the list goes on and on and on. All right. So Take, take the quiz, see what resonates, and let's see what's, I'm just looking at the other percentages I have here. 
Okay. So just see what works for you, how you feel after you take the quiz, jot down some notes and start combining that, start infusing that in your life. So one thing I can take away from that result is, oh yeah, I do like opulence. Am I embracing luxury or do I have something within that I think, mm, is it necessary? Or am I able to maintain this high vibe, right? So it's also about reflection because sometimes especially with the programming we had to believe certain things are bad, evil, you know, money's the root to all evil, not true. Money only enhances who you are, gives you more opportunities to be who you are. doesn't mean that sometimes some people don't get caught up, but those are the people who also rebound, right? So it's just making sure that you are staying aligned because sometimes things can creep back up like, "Mm, do I really need that? Is that necessary? Okay, so continue with the self-reflection and make sure that you're not slipping back. Once you reach a certain point, as I mentioned in previous episodes, you can't fall so far back unless you let it happen because you're not upkeeping with your boundaries. You're not upkeeping with your daily practice. Imagine getting to a certain point in your life and you get comfortable. So you just stop doing certain things. You let some things slide. What happens? You start to slide back. Because remember, people who don't want you to succeed will constantly look for for cracks in the wall, cracks in your foundation that they can make bigger. So you have to constantly reinforce Okay, constantly do checkups. I mean, think about it. Bridges get inspections, buildings get inspections, elevators get inspections. Why? Because you can't just install it and say, all right, we're good. No, you have to regularly check up on it, right? And those are foundational things the cores in the elevator, the beams of the building, and so forth. So after you you figure out your element, you know, cosmic plant love, whatever goddess that you are going to identify with, and you look at the archetypes and see how it all mesh together, do a brand branding crash course. <laughs> okay. So here's the crash course. And this is what I take my students and clients through on, on a more deeper level. I want you now placing yourself in this goddess perspective, okay, in your magical world. I want you to pick some colors, some colors that they could be your favorite colors. It can be the colors you want to use for this summer, for your sex goddess awakening, thriving, and all that. It can be colors that are going to be part of your personal brand, the colors that you just want to rock from here on out. Next, I want you to think of some symbols that you want associated with you. For example, 
sun, moon, stars are my symbols. So you would see me with earrings of a moon. My pants uh, that I wear around a home or house are cosmic. It's like stars swirling around there. It looks like the galaxy. Okay. I'm trying to think what else I have. My phone case is gold glitter. Okay, and the color is red. So the gold glitter just makes me think of goddess energy. All right, that's another symbol, golden glitter. Uh, so you, you get the, the idea. Pick a few colors. I don't care what it is. Pick a few symbols. I don't care what it is. I don't even care if it's a color that is a combination of other colors, like a reddish pink, uh, turquoise, um, I'm trying to think of another color combination that you can see more easily than say purple. Um, so you know, think about that. What do you want to be associated with? Is it just a crescent moon? Is it the sun? Is it a butterfly? Is it a snake? And then think about your style. So me as a cosmic, which my style includes the cosmos, hence the, the, the stretch pants with the, the galaxy um, pattern, okay? That's one style. Another style is that uh, dark feminine energy where I'm wearing lots of black and red combinations. Or I would wear dark blues, dark purples, okay? So you're, you're, you're starting to get the theme, the style. Okay, so when I go to events, I'm going to wear, if it's a gala, it's going to be a nice long dress that's flowy, but also a little bit sexy, right? Not flashy. There's nothing wrong with that. Some people want to go for flashy. I like sexy elegance. Some people want flashy and sexy. Okay, so you see the difference there, the style? If I'm going to. Another occasion, um, like a nice get together somewhere, I'm going to wear a dress that is like a wraparound or has the, um, I forget what you call it, up front. So it looks like it's tied. And that's what I wore at Dinner en Blanc AC. So my dress had a little ripples in the front. Okay. So it just helps to accentuate the, the hips, my hourglass figure. That's the style I'm looking for. Again, a bit of sexiness, a bit of elegance, that regal, okay, feel. And then there's the cosmic feel. And sometimes there's a witchy uh, style to it, all right, depending on the clothes I pick, how I'm feeling. So start to think about the style you want to have while you're doing this. And it could be anything. I don't care what it is. I used to know, uh, well, this woman was an associate and she dressed like, oh man, what is that time period? It's like, you know, okay. She reminded me of some of the characters from Mad Men where it was just, uh, or like uh, Captain America, how the, the, um, the woman, uh, was she military? Was she a doctor? I forget. Oh my goodness. Was she a recruiter? Uh, the, the, the first Captain America where it was, I guess it was the, the 50s or the 60s. So this woman, she had a very uh, like 50-ish theme to her. 
And it's interesting. Sometimes when I see that, I wonder if their life ended quickly in the 50s and they came back and they just like that style, some things to stick with them. But that's just how my mind works. I always wonder some of those things. What, what draws people to certain styles from a particular period in time when they weren't born or excuse me, yeah, when they weren't alive during that time? Makes me wonder. Anyway, but it, it was so cute. Her shoes, everything, it was just so well coordinated and it just stood out and it worked for her. Okay. There are other people, <laughs> there are other people I'm recently discovering this on Instagram whose aesthetics, and this is their quote, not mine, their aesthetics is 2000. And I thought, wait a minute, the 2000s were eight years ago, right? No, they were 22, almost 23 years ago. So it is now considered considered to be vintage. I don't make up the rules. This is what I was told. <laughs> All right. So I just discovered on my, my feed this person who just said, yeah, when is the 2000s? Well, you know, 2020, whatever era. But your aesthetic is the actual 2000s. And I'm thinking, what? Okay. Get, in, get involved in that. Make that your thing. And you can extend it to your nails. Sometimes I get uh, a moon, a crescent moon design on my nails, or I'll get colors that remind me of the cosmos or something sexy, something witchy, something dark femme. So make that a part of who you are. And remember, building blocks. When I started off doing this, it was a weekend thing. I would wear different hair colors on the weekend, different wigs on the weekend. And it's interesting because anything other than dark brown is not my natural hair color. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, I'm wearing this light brown with blonde highlights. And it was like a honey color blonde. Or, oh my gosh, I'm wearing, I had dark green hair. It was so beautiful. And I would think like, oh my gosh, I don't know. And I'm thinking to myself after a while, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute to you. I'm wearing the green wig and other colors on the weekends. The other wig, which is a little bit lighter, and sometimes I would wear black, I'm wearing during the weekday. Because I was nervous if someone were to call me out about a certain hair color because it's fake. Well, it's all fake. (laughs) My natural hair color is dark brown. So whether it's one of the acceptable hair colors, lighter brown, black, uh, the, the, the golden blonde, whatever combination. It's all fake. It's not real. That's not my real hair color and it's not my real hair. So I just own that now. So every now and then when someone would say something, it didn't happen often. All right. And I'm just going to say maybe because it's the vibe that I put out there and how I was embracing that and carrying myself at the time. But every now and then, you know, people have comments and I just owned it and just owned it. Yeah. You, 
you know, this isn't my hair. So what? So what? You have a problem with it, then you start paying for my hair because I'm paying for it. So you don't get to say anything. Right? So then once I own that, and it's okay, just start off on the weekend, see how you feel. All right. And I get sometime also, it's because of your job. Okay. Totally get that. In that case, don't focus on the hair color right now. Don't focus on the nail color right now. Focus on what you can wear. Okay. On the weekends, maybe you get your toes painted a certain color since you're going to wear closed toe shoes. Right. Or maybe you just wear your hair a little curly. That can be your, your double dare. Like I double dare you to wear your hair curly. I double dare you to get a different hairstyle. You look in the mirror and dare yourself. And that's how it started with me. Like literally I looked in the mirror and I had a conversation with myself. And I started wearing different hair colors on the weekend. I went through several different wigs, okay? And because I opened myself up to the possibilities, right? Just entertaining it, just trying it. The place that I would go to for my wigs, unfortunately, it closed. Uh, so I had to get my wigs from other places. The lady there said, I got you. I got something for you because she knew that I was a creative and looking to get more creative. We always had these really, really candid conversations. And that's when she pulled out the silver purple wig, the Bob haircut. And I thought, Oh my God, that's it. That's it. I didn't know just how much it it would be. But I thought this is so beautiful. I'd never seen his hair color before. And it's because I was being expressive and speaking up and trying different things that trial and error, learning about lace fronts and what I can do, what I can't do and so forth and terminology. And I'm still learning, right? But I'm in a better position because now that's my signature hair color. I can't even imagine. (laughs) I mean, there are other hair colors that I do want to try, but I just love this silver purple hair color so much and this doesn't mean I don't love my own hair color that's the thing too and this is why I'm telling you this story because every now and then and this hasn't happened in many years sometimes people will question oh you didn't want like a different eye color you know for my contacts again I did not start off wanting blue I wanted other colors they didn't have it so forth all right this is where we arrived And I like it. It doesn't mean I don't like my natural eyes. Not at all. I love my eyes. I love my natural eyes. I love my natural hair. My natural hair likes to do what it wants to do. (laughs) It's not tamed. Okay. And it always like doing doing what it likes to do. It was always soft. And then I just had that incident at the salon where the lady just used too much volume, whatever it was called, broke my hair off. And then I just had to uh, get it back to a good stance. But the thing is, I love trying different things. And this is what I'm doing right now. And then maybe one day I'll just walk outside with my natural hair when I feel like it. Not because someone wants to force me into doing it. Not because someone wants to... 
make me believe that I don't like the way I look, that I have self-hate, not because someone wants to force me to believe what's acceptable, what's not. No, I'm going to do it when I'm good and ready because I want to. Okay? Plain and simple. But I had to get to that point. So when people do say things, I don't go, oh my gosh, you know, I knew it. I shouldn't. I don't even think like that. This is why it doesn't happen often. Okay. Very rarely. And again, this hasn't happened in years when someone would say something. If anything, I get so many compliments, right? And this is what I'm encouraging for you is to find your groove stick with it. Know that that there will be trial and error. I just threw away all my old wigs. About two months ago, I had a blonde one. I had another multicolored one. I had the same dark green one. I had another purple one. I had a blue. I had two blue ones. I had so many different wigs. And I thought, you know what? We're done. Thank you. It's been quite the journey, quite the ride. I'm with the, the silver purple one. I'm making that commitment now. And so this is what I want you to do is to have this this crash course in branding, (laughs) okay? And for for you, it may be you always want a pixie haircut, but people told you, oh, you need to have long hair. Your hair is so beautiful, long, keep it that way. Don't ever cut it. You're not going to look right, but it's calling to you. And you need to try it and find out for yourself if you truly like it or maybe, hmm, maybe not. And then you will be an inspiration to someone else who also wants to do that. It's like that, um, that video that goes around on Instagram. Uh, I don't dress for men. I dress for the eight-year-old girl, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Think, think like that. Think about who you want to embody and also the inspiration you'll be for the next generation or just the person next to you. Sometimes people won't tell you. They will admire you from afar and they will follow you from afar. You know, you are that inspiration. Please do not think that you are not an inspiration to someone. I'm telling you, you are, you don't know it. And the more you continue to work on yourself, the greater that's going to expand. Okay. So make this part of your lifestyle, not just this special thing you do for certain occasions. There is strength and repetition and reaffirming. Okay, just like when you love someone, you don't just love them one time. You don't tell your spouse, you don't tell your children, you don't tell the people you care about, I love you once or show them love, affection, support, whatever one time. And then maybe a couple of months later, you say, I love you again, or some form of affection, however you engage in love with other people. You're not going to do that every couple of months. It's going to be some form of continuation in different forms, right? So don't treat yourself as this occasional thing because greatness is a habit. I'm, I'm hearing that song, stunting is a habit. <laughs> okay, th- th- this is a habit. It's a lifestyle and it's only going to become more and more expansive. And as that happens, the universe will provide you with even more so you can maintain it and increase it. Okay. Because greatness is a habit. So don't treat yourself like, again, this thing that you you treat every so often. No, 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 no. Magic in the mundane 
have daily practices and start to get on brand, just your personal brand. That's it. Just like goddesses, they have their colors. Okay. They have their symbols. They have their seasons. Some are associated with winter. Some are associated with summer. It doesn't mean you can't work with them in other seasons. It's just what they're more associated with. Some more with nighttime, some in the morning. The key here is to find your groove, stick with it, tweak it, and allow yourself to grow. Because there's always going to be someone out there that wants to tell you what to do. There's all, it, that's always going to be there. So you have to figure out how you are going to put them on mute. And a way to do that is to pour more into yourself, stand for what's right and what you believe in, because they can't take that. Your light is too bright. They have to go into the shadows somewhere. Okay, they had to leave the room. Seriously, I've seen this happen from my personal experience. I was at uh, a cookout years ago, and this was a friend's family, and they had their friends. So I don't know these people and nothing like that. I was supporting a person. And this one lady was so negative. Oh, my gosh. So negative. And I'm not judging because, again, there's programming there. And the things that she was saying, I can tell that it's just the things that she was told since she was a kid. Right. So I didn't take offense. I just didn't entertain it. So I would change the subject or I wouldn't say anything. And I would uh, go get food, come back. So at one point at the cookout, the lady just disappeared. And I happened to see her and she was at a neighbor's house. Like she just couldn't, she couldn't be in the house. And to give you more perspective, it was just me, another person, um, and like some children at that time. There was really no one else in the house and the the homeowner, like that was it because it was still um, early on in the party. So no one was really there besides just a few adults, us and some kids. So you know, the, the energy, the light, it was just too much. We didn't entertain the negativity. We also didn't uh, talk down to her or anything like that. It was just, no, thank you. I am not going to partake in that conversation, right? And people, they just can't stand it. If they can't feed off that negative energy, they have to go elsewhere. So I saw her talking to a guy and they were probably feeding off of each other that negative energy, but they can't feed off of you if you don't let them in. Okay. So gear up for that. And once you combine all this, now you can say, oh yeah, I'm this type of sex goddess. I'm a cosmic sex goddess. That's going to be someone's uh, Instagram (laughs) handle. (laughs) I want credit. But what I'm saying here is have fun, make it a journey, but also understand light and dark, okay? Dark doesn't always mean bad. Light doesn't always mean good, right? That's why we have stories of people who gaslight people about love and light. And that's why we have stories about people who are just dark, right? Just mean-spirited. 
But then we also hear about people who understand the light and the dark. They don't go so far where it's all light. And I, I just can't take anything. I can't take it. I can't take it. It's like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Life itself is not all peaches and cream. I mean, if it were, we wouldn't be on earth to begin with. We will be in our other planetary homes or somewhere else. We, we damn sure wouldn't be on earth. I guarantee you that, okay? So this, this life is good and bad. Bad things happen, okay? But to understand light and dark, to wield both, because the dark also involves sub, uh, our subconscious shadow work, things that we have yet to discover within ourselves, the mystery, night magic. We are in our mother's wombs and it's dark. Okay. So it's also a time of hibernation, growth, hermit mode. Okay. The butterflies in a dark cocoon, growth, becoming, transitioning. All right. Dark isn't always bad. So to have this sex goddess energy is to understand the light and the dark, the deprogramming and the illumination. Okay. So that's a wrap. That's a wrap. And a round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) All right. I am sending you so much love, so many blessings. You know, I'm rooting for you. Be kind to yourself and we'll chat in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in, Magical One. Let's keep in touch. Join the VIP email list by going to tmariejohnson.com. And as always, I'm sending you lots of love, many blessings. I'm rooting for you. And remember to be kind to yourself. Until next time.